nigga. Bruce Brown better say what's up to the Shanghai Sharks. Because <laughs> it's time. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just going to go. Like, I'm just going to go. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Three from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't want to catch me outside. Facing no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. They can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall on my die. What you have, I see. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back, brand new episode of Three from the Ring Podcast. You know what it is, it's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back, got the boy Trill Sav on here. Look, bro, that is, look, look, my name for this podcast was originally going to be uh, uh, Mike Buddha has a hate account, because I am. Uh, but then I was like, I can't spell Buddha Hose, and I'm not going to look on Google for it. So I said Buck Slide. Cool. Now I want to say Bruce Brown. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Bruce Brown was off this shit, G. Who the fuck do Bruce Brown think he is? That nigga, G. I don't, I can't explain. What he did was wrong in every way. Yeah, you want to know something like, you want to know something like. So I, I does this league in 2K, which I assimilated. Then I pick a random draft of the past and pop it in Sacramento, right? I got lucky and got Hakeem one draft because I was second. Fuck the Detroit Pistons for getting Jordan. Well, you don't even want to be in Detroit anyway. Won a chip is set, like his second year, but you don't want to win in Detroit anyway. For some apparent reason, Kawhi went over there, but you don't want to be in Detroit anyway. Um, now, listen. The reason I say that is, as I continue to make me, certain players that you look at now who probably are budding or role players are fucking crazy. Call Anthony. Oh, it's on the Lakers, averaging 25.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 4.6 assists. Hey, man, hooping. Guess what Bruce Brown doing? Nothing. The agent? No, I don't think that. I think he's one of the people that retired early. Because you ain't got no job. Because you ain't, you, you ain't who you think you are, Bruce Brown. Your ass going to get beat up in the locker room. <laughs> You, you you basically would took James Harden. If James Harden was in that position right now, the Bucks is gonna be crying in the locker room right now, dude. Cause that floater would have went in the sky, would have got fouled, and then that shit would have been an one. I'm sorry. Let's talk about fucking UFC. Yeah. Uh, also, Tyler's here too. We didn't introduce Tyler. All right. Cool. But yeah, so we do got UFC to talk about. You know the vibes when it comes to that. Uh, it's two sixty three. Um, Daytra is two sixty three. This number they on. Just letting you know. Oh, I knew it was two sixty three. All right, just making sure because I was gee, actually been... studying yesterday. Low key, I'm not even on time. I didn't know we was recording yesterday, but I, I was literally studying what number it is. Two sixty three. Now we we'll review this thing next Thursday or whatever the hell else we record. Yeah, might not remember that number, but I remember it now. 263. Chris, you ain't even got to pull up because we're going to talk about three goddamn fights. We're not going to talk about the whole card, even though the card is really, really good. Look, at the bottom, you got Nate Diaz versus, um, uh, fuck, Leon Edwards. Really good fight. Both of these fights are basically basically saying whoever wins is next in line after the title fight. So after Kobe Covington versus Kamar Usman, they're next in line after that. It's, it's a 
It's one of the must win for both of these guys. It's a fight we all love. It is a five-round non-title fight. So take that how you want to take it. Um, it should be really, really good. Expect. Oh, I should look on FanDuel to see if Nate Diaz got a uh, cut in round one, round two, round three, or round four type thing. That'd be hilarious. Do what you say? I would say that would be hilarious because I'm definitely putting cut by uh, round two. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'll probably get some betting on. I have better luck betting on basketball than I have on UFC. UFC is a different breed and try to do a parlay with. Cause that shit is so uh, I, I don't I don't parlay with UFC. That hell no. Let me just get my one. Let me get my one person two. that will fuck you up. And my one person is LeBron James. I'm glad you're not in the playoffs right now. I lost money because of you. I think I was gonna win a thousand dollars, but you proceeded to not hit three threes. That's all you have to do in a closeout game against the Phoenix fucking summer when a nigga who nickname is Boss Man is guarding you. But back to the UFC. Uh, shout out to the that fight, probably fight of the night. I would think, unless both of these niggas ring around the world. Second fight, you got Davidson Figueroa versus Brandon Morale. Chris, I'm not even looking at a fucking script right now, and it's in the brain, bro. Hey. Fucking killing it, bro. Hey. But uh, you know, Figueroa versus Brandon Morale. Shout out to that fight. The last fight was a fight of your agenda. It was literally a draw. Um, I would take if you want to know anything about them two fighters. Watch they fight. It's on YouTube. I watched it the other day. I rarely watch whole UFC fights. That was a good one. Um, he does. And then we have the main event of uh, Israel Adesanya versus Melvin Marvin Vittori. Uh, it's the second fight. Niggas don't notice when Israel was coming up into the the um the uh, midweight. This is lightweight, lightweight, right? Middleweight, middleweight. Middleweight? Middleweight. Yeah, middleweight. Yeah, middleweight is right before heavyweight, correct? Yeah. Yes. The middleweight division. I mean, light heavy. Yeah, middleweight is right before light heavyweight. Uh, the middleweight division, he was he went against Marvin Tori. Now, some people who has the brain to look back at those fights believe that Izzy actually won those. I mean, that Marvin Vittori won, or it was a close fight. Woody, woody, woody. So they got a two. It's not the biggest hype fight around Izzy. He's coming off a loss, so the fight wasn't going to be hype regardless. But... It's good to see Izzy back in the ring. Hopefully he gets a dub, because unfortunately, yeah, he there's a black guy going against a non-black, and I'm voting black, baby. Um, so UFC 263 is going to be a really good card. I'm going to have to bite the fucking bullet yet again. But I'm always good, and I always love watching these fights. Uh, unfortunately, I have to actually work for the Saturday, so hopefully I can catch the early prelims like I always do. But... Um, yeah, uh, shout out to uh, UFC. Um, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, we still waiting on, in other news, we still waiting on fucking John Jones to actually take a fight. Probably one. He probably retired, Joe. All I, on, on Twitter, all he do is show shooting videos. That shit kind of scary. Because imagine a seven foot dude, a, a six foot like five nigga with the wingspan of Kevin Durant, big as fuck, coming to you with a fucking deuce deuce. I'd be terrified. I'd be fucking terrified. But um, uh, so we don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think the next big event is you know Conor versus Dustin Poirier. And like I said, uh, uh, I probably buy that fight. But if you're a person who's like I buy fights now, I got the funds to probably buy each one. I'm saying that now, but uh, who knows in the future? But the the um. 
I, I definitely say, if you ain't in that situation, the Bad East fight, let me tell you something. Go ahead and crack screens that shit. Then the white can't catch everybody. Um, <laughs> that's it for UFC. I be on the lookout trying to get more in depth with UFC now that the fact that I fucking hate wrestling. So it gives me something <laughs> else to take a take a gander at. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some beautiful playoff basketball, man. Yeah, there we go. And so, I want to start off with Luca Fraud Dante. Look, man, another nigga that lost me. That nigga lost me a rack. I think was it a rack, Chris? I think that nigga lost I'm, me a rap. Look, bro, you sent me stuff a different day, but you you fucked up by saying that they were going to win. Gee, that nigga lost me. If I would have put lose, I should have put 30 points in a loss, G. I would have had a rap. Let me see if that was a rap, G. Oh. I think it was. You said you were sending me freaking parlays almost every other day, damn day. No, no, no. It was only $112. The one that was a rap was, I think, the LeBron I think it was. Head. Hold on. Nope, that's the Rondo me. I don't know what you tell me you got that game. Nah, bronze. Nah, bronze was a. It's just that. It was one. Okay, I probably didn't put that in the chat. It was one that I put, and it was a rack, bro. I literally was gonna win a rack, and somebody failed me. It was probably Luka Doncic. But I also want to get serious. Like, is Luka Doncic a fraud? No, but it's time. He's not top five. I'll put it like that. Right, right now, he's not top five. Look at, l- listen, Chris. He's listen. part of the revolving five. Nope. Just like Greek Freak probably get asked out this series. Shout out to, they probably don't hear this, but shout out to the elite niggas on Twitter. Hashtag elite, whatever the fuck they are. Also, shout out to Katie and them homeboys that do the boardroom. I listen, every time they do a spaces, I listen, right? Because they, they are good basketball heads. If I'm going to listen to anybody on Twitter, it's going to be them and not the people that like watch this fucking comment sections. Doing the, the creepy, I'll be the copy pastas of fucking basketball and shit like that. Right? Gee, them niggas keep that shit, they drive. Yeah, because they don't have a job. But now, when when you, when when I was looking at, and this is the reason why, 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 I'm going to get to y'all, that's why he ain't in the top five. Call, call, call. And this is why Luka Donna can't tell. Because them triple doubles are tricking the fuck out of people. He don't play, man. He don't. These are not. He is. He played makes in the regular season in the play, and there's going Rick Carlisle too. It's on that team. His ass could not coach against Tyloo for some apparent fucking reason. On defense, they get really, really good, right? On offense, he couldn't. He couldn't out coach Tyloo's defense, bro. He literally said, "Luca, do what you got to do." That was retarded basketball. I'm sorry for using the R word. That was re- reason being because this is Rick Carlisle's fault. That that poor Zingas ain't playing good. It's not the big Lafia. I had a name for him. Um that involved rape because you know he got one of them cases pending. But I can't remember. I probably remember by the end of the podcast. But look, I understand Chris Tyson, people saying about Chris Tyson Friday. But whose fault is that? You can't expect a seven foot nigga, quote unquote unicorn, to stay hot or ready to play when you telling Luca to ball hog. The whole game. And the only time this nigga touches the ball is when Luca pass it. It's like a point two seconds left. Or he's stringing that bitch up to get to get hot. He never he can't he can't physically get in rhythm because he never gets the ball in his hand. The same thing happens with Tim Hardaway Jr. When he when Lucas on the bench, Tim Hardaway Jr. don't know what the fuck to do because he's so used to getting the ball with five fucking seconds left to either run to the paint or shoot a three. What the fuck is he supposed to do? That loss 
is on Luca and Rick Carlisle. Luca did not adapt his game whatsoever. We know you can fucking get 40 on a whim on them two niggas, right? That's fucking fantastic. You you drop 40 on Kawhi multiple fucking times. We know you can do it. That's cool. Drop 40. Tim Hardaway ain't making shit. Did he make shit to, did he make shit to game seven? A lot of them niggas ain't make shit in game well, seven. I, I, are we going to go down the line? Did he make shit game seven? I don't recall. Nope. Uh, Porzingis ain't going to make shit. Did he make shit game seven? I think he had 13 points. Did he make shit? In a game seven? And you the second best player? Is that making shit? Nope. Guess who made shit? Borba Borganovich. That was really bad. Watching that shit right there. Watching Borba being the second best player on the fucking court. I want to shoot myself. I love Borba. Love him to death. He ain't supposed to be playing payoff minute shit. So, I say all that to say, the Clippers escaped. They really did. They escaped. Ty Lue deserved more credit because people say Ty Lue can't coach. The he strongest, I'm going to say this about Ty Lue, at least comp- in terms of playoff basketball, he knows how to make adjustments. He He's bold in his adjustments. Cause he, that's what I was going to go with. He made adjustments that won him again. The Luke Kennard 11-minute special. If I, and that's another thing, G. <laughs> Muggs was just slandering saying Luke, Luke Kennard selling $63 million. He heard that. Heard all of that. He heard everything on it. Um, uh, just so you know, Mark Cuban already said Ricardo had to go on the way. I don't expect Ricardo. He got a ring. He, he didn't win no pop positions. I don't, he retired on the mat, right? Jim Carrey ass nigga. But that's his fault. You can't tell me this is not on Rick Carlisle. What adjustment no, I'm, I'm, I'm Rick Carlisle made other than putting Boban in the game? I'm giving Rick Carlisle some blame because, but also, like, he's not top. I'm putting it more on how that roster is kind of constructed, too. Yeah. Wait, no, what, hold on. Because the, the 3 and D guy was playing like a 3 and D guy. Who's Did the 3 it, and what, D what's guy? What's his name? Huh? Finney, oh, Finney Smith. Yeah, he's the 3 and D guy. Yeah. And he he, I, honestly, I don't have he, 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 no he, he played. His he played the best of his role to the best he could. Limit Kawhi what he could. Kawhi was just quiet. Nothing he could do. Literally. Yeah. Playoff no, Kawhi, Kawhi was, was so legit. No homo. He was crazy that series, bro. Yeah. Beautiful. Like Kawhi Beautiful was Kawhi. Yeah. yeah, like Kawhi's Kawhi. I don't, Nothing, know like, I don't know about the Jazz series. I ain't watched game one. Niggas fell asleep in the middle of that game. I think he had, a, so he had an ugly bad. 20. We'll get to that shortly. But. We'll get to that series shortly, but um, but like with the Mavericks specifically, like I hear you with the Luka shit, but it's also like when I look at that roster, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not a bad player, but he should not be your second best perimeter player when you have a Luka type guy. I hear you about Porzingis, but also Porzingis act like he want to be a three point shooter sometimes, and that's an you issue can, in itself. But that's the thing, it, the way the offense is set up is for him to be a spot up shooter. Because you can't cross the paint when Luka's going to drive. Luka can shoot threes, but the bitches, I mean, not the bitch. The nigga's inefficient, inefficient when it comes to games like that. Especially when you're going to get guarded by Kawhi. You're going to hit a couple step backs. 
When a lot of them about to be some ugly ass threes. Just did. This is another thing. Luca is extremely ass on defense. We talk about oh, yeah, Kyrie. We, yeah, that's, that's we talk about shit. Kyrie. Luca's so fucking bad. Oh yeah. The he, reason they defender. were losing that game is because Kawhi challenged him every time up the court. Yep. I'ma switch on Luca. He gotta stop me. And that was the annoying thing. The beautiful thing about the adjustment in the defense of the Clippers is stay consistent. There were some times when the switch got off and Luca was able to catch Batum and Luca was able to catch, you know. Reggie Jack. No, no, Patrick Beverly literally <laughs> played this up out the series. They he he got played hey, out the series. Say hello to Shanghai, my nigga. <laughs> say hello to Shanghai. Yo ass is gone. But yo ass is either about to be your ass either about to be in Detroit, Orlando, or Beijing. It ain't nothing in between. Like, your ass is there. You about to be playing fucking Vietnamese basketball with goddamn Manny Pacquiao. You are done, bro. <laughs> you are fucking done. Uh, but <laughs> when you look at when you look at the defense and you saw every time Luca tried to get the switch, Kawhi stayed on. You ain't gotta stop this man a hundred percent of the time, but consistency on defense kill any offense. Yeah, it just does. It's Eventually, sad. if you have a seven foot nigga pulling up jumpers like his name fucking goddamn Mike with no hesitation. Literally pulls up jumpers, and you surprised if they miss. But we get to KD praising later. Now, in this aspect of this game, it was so annoying to watch because it was winnable. Now, the talent is going to show, right? Talent is always going to show when it comes to series like this, right? We we disrespected Kawhi by saying Luka was the best player on that court. That was Cap. But at, there was times he was though. Like we can't take that away from Luca. There was times he was. I, I I can't I can't say that because on both ends I'm taking Kawhi with Luca in that series. In both ends I'm giving Kawhi defensively. I like, but I'm saying on both. Like okay, Kawhi didn't drop forty, but they won fucking they, they won. Every, they was able to win on a roll each game. Like, I know the Clippers. I know the Mavs. That, that was a weird series when it came to winning. But they was able to win on a roll. Wow, the Dallas Mavs have some of the craziest momentum ever. They were able to win twice on the road. Both teams did. Oh, you Kawhi. Both teams did that. You know that, right? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. No, well, technically, the Clippers ain't had the momentum that that Dallas had going, you know, 2-0, going home. You know, that shit, that shit different. But. The adjustment. That's all they had to say. The same thing that Mike Budahosa should be doing. I had to turn this game on too. The same thing that Mike Budahosa should be doing. Who the fuck had 10? Shit. Hey, bro. If I see Luke. If I see Mark Gasol. I mean, not Mark Gasol. If I see Rudy Gobert hold up a Larry O'Brien trophy, I will shoot somebody. I'm saying it right now. Somebody getting shot. <laughs> like, if I see Rudy Goldberg holding up a Larry O'Brien, I'm going to fuck about the Jazz. I, I'm not saying, oh, it's a bully. I refuse. I think Rudy Goldberg is an outstanding player. I refuse to see this nigga who cried over an all-star game holding up a Larry O'Brien, okay? He got he to gotta pay for that first. But back to Luca and the Dallas Mavericks. My thing is, I know people was on that Luca. I was too. 
I was ready to crown them as well. I, w- I was saying it was Western Conference Finals bound if they beat the Clippers, which I think they were. But the lack of adjustments to his game, everybody adjusts. All the great players in the top five adjust their game. I'd say KD is the best player on the planet right now. KD will adjust his game for a series, right? Right now, playing really fucking good defense when he matched up on goddamn uh, Greek Freeze. When he matched up on Chris Middleton, really hard for Chris Middleton to get a shot. That's why it's always a lot of fucking switches, right? Braun will adjust his game need be. We talk shit about Bron for not taking the last shot, but that's called adjustment. Bron, no. I am either shit at free throws, and I ain't going to make this three. Take this shot, niggas, who really good at three. Fuck what they going to tell about me on first take. Adjustment. Steph Curry adjusts his game depending on do I, have a, do I have a second option or is it just me? Okay, it's just me. Adjust my game to fucking kill anybody on that court. Who up? James Harden. Adjust his game. We see it right now. Went to the well, became we, a third option on this Brooklyn team. Adjusted his game to the point where we looking at what groupie Magic Johnson right now, bro. And that shit is crazy. Now, well, we look at the fast spot. And you can put a number of niggas right there. But Nikolai Jochit adjusts his game. He learned. This is I want to say he had, he's playing his game. There's no adjusting. He's playing his game. Oh, when he asked to, when he asked to score, he scored. Nigga, like, I don't think it's a cool what twenty-two point game per person. And like he when adjusted he needs his game to. in the playoffs because he didn't have Murray to score. Did it help a lot? No, because guess what? Who the fuck was that? Nobody. Michael Porter Jr. is again. Michael Porter Jr. He's a Norman and that plays basketball. A Mormon that plays basketball. I don't know if he's Mormon or not, but. Um, got that listen, nigga. You fuse that nigga with Jabari. Okay, ain't that yet? He's young. He's twenty-two. Shit, I ain't gonna catch. Trey Young adjust his game. Mid-game, you will learn that I ain't gotta take all these threes. Let me play make. Let me do what I gotta do. Am I a liability on defense as well? Yeah. We're gonna have to have a conversation that Trey Young was able to get out of a series where in which he only lost one game and Luka Doncic. Are we comparing the Knicks to the Clippers now? (laughs) No, but who had the better defense in the the regular season? It's also Tibbs team come come playoff time. Tibbs come playoff time is a different. Who had the better defense? The Knicks did. No. But we're not about to to give credit to a Tibbs team come playoff time as Chicagoans. We 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 know the Tibbs formula. Oh, yes, we know the Tibbs formula. I'm gonna give credit to the 2020 coach of the year team. Yes, I am. You know he got that because he coached the Knicks. <laughs> the 2021 coach, even though that's Monty Williams Award, I'm still gonna give it to him. Like, listen, bro, listen, please understand what I say this, bro. Just please listen to what I say. Hell yes, that that New York defense was better than the Clippers right now. The reason I say that, Clipper can't guard a guard to save their life. Name a guard that the Clippers ever guarded. Jalen Bronson? Even he went crazy in game two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, the Knicks, did they fail? Of course. Nigga, Julius Randle was your number one player. Of course he was going to fail. But... You literally, 
Trey Young treated the niggas like Swiss cheese. So he went through them niggas. Can't really fault that. Great players do. Trey Young is better than Julius Randle. That was the X factor. Who was better? Trey Young or Julius Randle? Shit, Dan Rose played better than Julius Randle. And Dan Rose got a fucking. <laughs> Dan Rose's leg right now is like a Chicago street. That shit is crumbled, defected, beat up. Just, just, just pattern on stuff. Just injury, pattern on injury. It's one pothole away from just being done. You know what I'm saying? But Derrick Rose played an amazing game. I say this as my slander for the Dallas Mavericks team. You're fucked this offseason. You, you, you're fucked. You are going to. They ain't fucked. They ain't fucked, Chris. Everybody that will help this team got a contract and they ain't leaving their team. There's only one person that you can honestly look at. Two. There's two people that you can honestly look at if, if contract didn't really count right now and you're looking for a wing, you're looking for a star wing. There's two people that will make this team a team that will at least get to the, the second fucking round. It's Paul George and it's Jalen Brown. Both of them niggas got big contracts and you ain't getting none of them niggas. The best shot they get right now is CJ fucking McCullough. And if you want to call a fucking barbecue chicken backcourt, that's a barbecue chicken backcourt. They call CJ McCollum a youth pastor now. Maybe we'll call him a basketball player. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look, the Twitter, I swear to God, niggas just start posting up CJ McCollum in a suit and he look like a youth pastor. Literally look up CJ McCollum in a suit, he dressed like a youth pastor. But, I'm about to look that up right now, but keep going. There is, there is, there, you, they're fucked. They're fucked. Chris Tapp it. unless they can find a way to make their offense flow better, this means Luka's going to have to have less touches with the ball. Because it's, 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 it's the fucked up thing about Luka than it is, like, Greek Freak. Greek Freak? He ain't got no fucking moves. That's the only reason he can't take his game to the next level. Luca's Luca got fucking moves to Kingdom Come, but he bounced the air out the ball, so everybody stays stagnant. It's kind of like when you're playing 2K, and you you got Bron right. You 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 fucking pound the ball with Bron, and then you see the Gatorade symbol. You're like, all right, time to use my bench, and you missing every fucking wide open three. You want to know why? Because your thumb ain't ready for that shot. Your thumb ain't ready to make that fucking shot, bro. It's all wide open, but your thumb ain't ready. Because you want to know why? Because Brian had that ball the whole entire time. You weren't used to shooting that three with fucking insert the nigga you had on your team here. It is what it is. I say it like this, man. If Luca don't adjust his game to go to being more of a person that playmates, he will be in that Greek freak situation in which he's going to be a great, great player, but he will never make that hump into like a great playoff player. It's cool. Right now he got that stat that he averaged the most playoff. He, he, he got the highest point per game in the playoffs. He got that stat. Can't nobody take it away from him right now until eventually shit add up. Jordan's stat is fucking ridiculous. This nigga averaged 30 fucking four in the playoffs. I hated to go against this nigga, bro. But... <laughs> Just to end the conversation with Dallas Mavericks. Luka has to change his game. And it's not me he had to go low on the offensive scoring part. 
but he has to get smarter in the way he plays off. Rick Carlisle has to get smarter. And you have to involve the people you get. If you got Chris Tapps on his $100 million contract, you got to make him play. Ain't nobody taking that shit. Nigga probably trade you driving for him, but that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. So it is what it is. I personally think they fuck. There's, you can't come up with no scenario in which they get a wing and they're good. You probably, look, man, you probably should have got Jeremy Grant when he was a free agent. Uh, Pistons. There's nobody, there's literally no wings available. Not that many. Unless you, unless you just take the, you just take the, the only person I know is going to be available this summer. You know, I don't really, I wouldn't see him as a maverick is DeMar DeRozan. Fuck that. But I don't feel like he, that don't help. DeMar DeRozan. He don't help the Mavericks. He not like defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the thing. You got to match. You need a defensive guard with Luka. Yeah, like a defensive guard and somebody who could play make. And there's not many of those in the league. Like the, like the Mavericks, it's more with roster construction. Now, if you get somebody like Lonzo and then you you, you, you get another, you get a, oh, you get a, a okay 3D nigga. Like he ain't, he ain't crazy, but he okay. It can work. It can work. Um, but it's just like the way that offense is built, you got to have like real niggas with Luka. If he's going to have 100% of the ball in his hand to, 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 for y'all to, for y'all to, to play like that, you, you, you got to go all in on getting enough fuckers that's going to – you got to get role players who know they're not going to touch the ball every game. You got to get a second star who's going to be able to play with the bench and make sure the bench don't get fucked. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 that's the adjustments you got to make as a team. Now, uh, I fucking hate to uh, Hakeem in the game. But let's talk about somebody else. I'm tired of talking about a white nigga who's currently dominating the league and scoring. It's not right. <laughs> the basketball guys ain't like that. But, uh, but since we, while we on, still on top of the Clippers and West, uh, the Clippers and Jazz currently going on as we speak. Jazz up 1-0. Uh, twenty four to sixteen in game two, Jazz up. Um, early thought. My early thoughts on this series is really interesting. Uh, and even like whoever won between the Mavericks and Clippers, I felt was probably going to get smoked by the Jazz because the more I watched the Jazz, uh, and I watched enough of the Jazz and Grizzlies, because I don't know why I just wanted to see that series a little bit, and I watched more than I expected. I did too. I respect the Jazz a little bit more than I thought. <laughs> and it's weird. Very fucking weird. Um, so with all that being said, the Clippers, I don't really believe like you, you Luca took you to seven <laughs> by itself. And I'm not gonna sit there and say, Oh my god, the Jazz, they don't have nobody as good as Luca, so the Clippers should have a better job. The Jazz play really good defense. Joe Ingles still, for some reason, owns Paul George's soul. And Donovan Mitchell literally becomes Dwayne Wade Jr. come playoff time. While D. Wade is at the games coaching him. Yeah. 
sideline. Go this way. They're not coming this way. So, literally, and the Clippers have a bad history of guarding guards for some odd reason. Very bad. Like, I don't know what it is. And Jordan Clarkson and if Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell is going to be playing freaking crazy basketball, and Mike Conley is still out, by the way. I didn't know Mike Conley was hurt for the hundredth time. But I think the way the Clippers play, I mean, the Jazz play basketball will give the Clippers issues. The Clippers will have those moments where they look good, but the main issue with the Clippers is they can't hold on to leads. And a good defensive team, if they're going to struggle offensively, eventually their defense is going to hold up and and the offense is going to bring them back. So... I currently have the Jazz in six. So when the theory, they will have to take it to seven. I'm just, in a game seven, I'm not going to bet against Kawhi. And yeah, I agree. But I also don't like I, – I think it's going to be in the sense of like it's still going to be Jazz in six. I don't even think the Jazz is going to be foolish enough to let it go to – Yeah, if, if, if they take their business, this is – if they take care of business this game, I think they're going to go back to their crib and smack it. Uh, Depending yeah, on how dominant this win is, it might be five. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely five. I think it's going to take one at home with the guys. That shit, man. I haven't watched this series as much as y'all, because like I said, Jazz basketball is going to have you sweet, or it's going to have you looking at, God damn it, that's a lot of three-pointers. So I took the, the sweet part. Um, try my best. To, to stay up, but that shit wasn't gonna happen. I just don't. When 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 you look at the Clippers, they don't got it either. In terms of they roster, just not built for the two stars that they have. They needed more shooters. The the best shooter on their team, in terms of like not between Paul George and fucking um Paul George and Kawhi, is is fucking Mook. That's an issue. Is the best shooter on their team, and that's an issue. He was one of the better. He was one of the better three-point shooters in the league this season. Um, but looking at that, I, I, I necessarily don't think that's that's the issue. They don't have a real big. I like Zubac. Zubac ain't a real big. He crashed the glass, but they need they need somebody like a Clint Capella. They need somebody like a Rudy Gobert. They need somebody fucking like a Nerlens Noel. Yeah, somebody who going somebody swapping shots. Serge ain't hit us, so that's hope. Serge ain't there, but that's hurting. That's now we don't care. Serge ain't there, that's hurting. Uh, but they need something like that team. They need a starting being like them. Fuck it, Drummond could have helped them a lot. As much as we hate the, the, the big up Drummond. Uh, but I'll say this, and this goes for every series. Shit, you can beat the job. Man, you beat the Phoenix Suns right after that. Your ass walking into fucking Brooklyn <laughs> against a seven-foot nigga who ain't missing. It's fucking over. Even though that the Clippers is the best team to beat the Nets. What they do to Milwaukee, ain't no hope for anybody to eat. I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> ain't no hope. Milwaukee escaped. They was a fucking a lucky three-point away from being in overtime. And Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't even want to close the game for some reason. I believe Kyrie could have closed that game. KD did a good job closing it. KD was honestly the hot hand, so it was like yeah. I, I'm not mad at KD was the hot hand. 
That nigga boy. But yeah, regardless, there is a team in Brooklyn that's going to. It's Bruce Brown, and you play on a team with Kevin Durant, and it's the, what was it, like the last minute of the game? You give that ball to him. Nigga, I don't care what the fuck you do. All you see, your man should be KD, 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 KD. That's hard to find him. Literally, the only thing I'm up. But, you know, I. It's not that much I can say about the Clippers and the Jazz because the series just started. This game will tell – I would say this game will definitely tell who's going to be, like, the victor in this series. Um, but, you know, niggas talk about ratings in basketball. If the Jazz make the finals, ain't nobody watching that finals, bro. Ain't nobody watching it. Um but yeah, let's get to the, the next series. Uh, what's an, oh yeah, the Suns versus the Nuggets. Uh, I just want to. I think Daytrail and I both called this specifically Daytrail on a previous episode. Whoever was coming out that Lakers Suns series is probably coming out the West, yeah. and it's looking more and more true that the Suns is just that fucking good, yeah. just that damn good. Um, Monty Williams, bro. His coaching is so fucking good, bro. Even one of the worst. That- I'm gonna say this: one of the worst things that ever happened for the Pelicans was the fact that they gave up on Monty Williams. That's the worst yeah. thing they ever did. I, if I recall the story, I think they fired him, or he, did he leave? Because uh, I, think- I remember that he had a situation big. with his wife. Yeah. His wife died or something. If it was yeah, that, I think, they, but, I think they mutually parted ways after after that. I don't think because he t- didn't he take a break for a little for a year or two. Yeah, he took a break. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I would have still brought that nigga back. Well, yeah, I would have brought him back because, gee, <laughs> like they were. Wait, it is. That's a guy that knows what the hell he's doing. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a black coach who really knows what the hell he's doing. And he entered a great situation with the Suns and is maximizing it. And just that roster, Chris Paul is showing why he's one of the best leaders in basketball. And I already promised Verline that I'm letting him on the podcast because he is the only Chris Paul fan in existence. Uh, and it, I mean, as in Stan, levels of Chris Paul. I, I've been knowing him in my, my whole life. If he ain't nothing, if he ain't gonna say nothing else to me about basketball, it's gonna be about Chris fucking Paul. If Chris Paul makes the finals, I already promised him he's gonna come on the podcast and talk his shit. Despite the fact that there's gonna be a seven foot tall nigga that literally take that man's hopes and dreams. But well, nigga say, "Oh, Chris Paul, this Chris Paul, that." What you doing when Kyrie Irving comes home to the rim? Play that bitch. What you doing, Chris? What you doing, Chris, when you when they switch you to James Harden? And James Harden gave you for all that time, you was fucking being an asshole. Punch, uh, what, what, what you doing, Chris? What you doing? You ain't doing shit. What you doing when they switch you on Kevin Durant? Because you low-key the best to fit on that team. That's my name, Aiden. Aiden already get mixed by Kyrie as we speak. Kyrie, pass the ball to him. Kevin Durant, say, ISO. ISO you. KD ISO and CP3 is probably disrespectful because, gee, that's a whole foot difference. ISO. He called for that Bruce Brown screen. I mean, 
You know, Chris Paul ain't no bitch. He go over the screen. KD, pull up. Jump it. It's good. All right. Next thing you know, Chris Paul going up the court. Got the offense going. D-book. Shoot a three. That makes it. Crowd goes crazy in Phoenix. The score is 36 to 64. Brooklyn ball. <laughs> but once again, there's no hope. I feel sorry for the Nuggets. I do too. Like it's it's uh, it's really unfortunate that Jamal Murray. No, it would if, if, if Murray if Murray didn't get injured, the Nuggets would have left the West. Especially with the hobbled Lakers, the Nuggets would have left the West. They're, just the way the way that team is built around Jokic, the way that Austin Rivers has been playing really fucking good off the bench, really Austin freaking Rivers, good. I think it's time also time we gave Austin Rivers more respect. Ever I don't see since why never picked him up. I think the I think Rob Polinka low key fucking stupid when it comes to getting free agents, bro. And I mean, certain, like, you certain know, free agents, yeah. Like and, and yeah, when it comes to like buying like bought out contracts and shit like that, you go you knowing that you probably need a second ball handler behind Braun, especially when the injuries is riddling and y'all like that. The only person you thought about getting was fucking Drummond. And Ben Blackmore, who you didn't play. But yeah, that's a different topic for a different day. But I feel bad for the Nuggets because it will be. I think this series would be a lot more interesting if Jamal Murray was available because it's compared to the Portland series because Portland plays no fucking defense. There's no defense being played on Portland, so Jokic was able to do the hell he want. Sat there and was like. Ooh, hold on, wait. Is that Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon freaking doing three sixty alley oops and shit, and Michael Porter Jr. being Michael Porter Jr. Then yeah, I'm gonna do what the hell I want. Now you see the Suns; they actually play some good defense. They score. Jokic has to do everything because guess what? They're not gonna let Austin. I have the utmost respect for Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is not about to get them buckets. I have utmost respect for Michael Porter Jr. and his come up. They're not going to let Michael Porter Jr. do what the fuck he want. No. Hell no. They have respect for themselves defensively. So, with that all being said, yes, there's a good chance that the Nuggets is getting swept. But at least Jokic got his MVP now before he was able had to do it over a Zoom call on ESPN. So, I respect that. I'm glad. Because, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he didn't have to do it over a Zoom call. So, but I will say and say that I have the utmost respect for the Suns as a basketball team. That is a great basketball team, well coached. Via next legit, year, the, next year gonna be nasty in the West. Oh yeah, that team gonna have better chemistry. Straight up dog fight. And, they, and literally, you might be able to finesse somebody to come there, like a decent, Man, little, a stronger yeah, role player or something. Because the only thing that I really see the main weakness is they don't really have a legit backup big. Respect to Dario Sarge, but he's a power forward. He wants to shoot threes. So, if you find a respectable, decent center to come behind Aiden, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus, DeAndre Aiden's going to come out. And DeAndre Aiden's playing some of the best basketball of his career at the right time. At the right freaking time. That boy, what? You know he's about to get that fucking money soon, too. Exactly. It is that time because Luka's about to get $200 million. But, um... 
But so his contract is coming up. So it's like he wants to show like, hey, I may I could at least get close to a max, please. Close to a max. Like you max them two up. You don't you don't ever whatever you do. The good thing is he's not getting the the good thing with Aiden is he's not getting the super level max because he hasn't made an all star team or all NBA team. That's the blessing in disguise, honestly. But, like, I really like where the Suns can go. It's just really unfortunate there's a possibility if they do see the finals that they're going to see Kevin fucking Durant and it's going to be nasty for, for them. Very fucking nasty. So, but respect to the Suns, G. Keep doing what you're doing. I like I like the brand of basketball y'all play. It's just, gonna be, it's just kind of really fucked up that, that I'm kind of rooting for a team that has Jay Crowder on it. Because I just don't like that guy. I really don't. <laughs> I just don't. It's just a nigga with dreads that long should, make, should not be playing basketball successfully. So, it's just, I don't fuck with that. Um, so, anything else we need to add in regards to Nuggets in the Suns? Nothing? All right, let's go East. You said what? I was just going to say, hopefully they can pull at least one game. Hopefully. It's going to take Michael Porter Jr. hooping his ass off because um, what the Suns did to them was very fucking disrespectful in every way imaginable. To be honest, I don't think – I mean, he's still going to play how he's playing. But to be honest, I don't think we're going to see his full evolution until – like a, a full start to his evolution until – Well, he in Detroit. The next season. He in Detroit. On another team. possibly. keep sitting in Detroit, so the niggas of Detroit is very disrespectful right now. It's fucked up. But, yeah, so let's go ahead and move Trust on to the Let's move on uh, to the East. Uh, let's just say let's talk about Philly and the Hawks. This is going to be a really fucking fun series. Really fun series. It's also going to be the series that's going to dictate to whether or not I should say Philly needs to go all in and say, Bob Ben Simmons, have fun in Portland. Because we're getting Damian Lillard here to help Embiid. Because this is getting out of fucking hand. Hey, I'm Portland about to be a lottery thing. <laughs> ain't going to the playoffs. Especially in that West. <laughs> yeah, I would feel bad for Ben Simmons if he just stuck over you. That nigga ain't ever late this game. We don't give a fuck. I love Ben Simmons. Pick him all the time on 2K. It's your fault, Joey Evelyn. Greek freak out here being ass at the free throw line and three point. He ain't going though. I want to hear that shit. That nigga still find a way to get thirty six. I want to hear that shit. Still find a way to get that thirty six with Brooke Lopez on the court. He figures that shit out, but that's a different discussion for a different day. But um, Hawks took game one. Very decisive, even though Philly came back towards the end. I will say, despite the fact that Embiid is playing with a partially torn meniscus, which I feel like is full of shit in regards to that, he's still playing really good. Um, dominating, he's making Clint Capella look like a bitch. He's making John Collins look like a bitch uh, in terms of moments against them. But defensively, I can tell he's not all the way there. That's one thing I'm noticing immediately. But with all that being said, I hope this series kind of goes six or seven because I'm enjoying the energy 
from both teams. Trey Young just isn't going, and I love it. I really freaking love it. Even though the Hawks had a huge loss by losing DeAndre Hunter, and I really feel bad because every time DeAndre Hunter starts looking good, he is hurt. And I, that's fucked up because I believe at his very best he can be Kawhi, a Kawhi-level type player. Well, not Kawhi-level type player, but a Kawhi type of player. Good offensively and really fucking dominant defensively. It's there for him, but it is what it is. So you lost a really good defender for Tobias Harris. So Tobias Harris might literally continue to average like 25 this series. But good, it's great basketball between both teams. I really hope it goes 6 or 7, but I doubt it. I think Philly wins this in 6 now. Uh, yeah, I see Philly winning this series. Um, I just don't think the Hawks got enough firepower for the niggas. I think they got the firepower. It's just, I just feel like it's something. They they, offensively, they one of the better offensive teams in the league. Yeah, I know that, but I just don't think they get it. Like, I don't think they get it, bro. It's more the youth. Like, the youth, like, it's the inexperience-wise, because regardless, as much as we shit on Philly for not getting the job done, they, they've been there enough. They, they've been to the, they've been to the conference finals, I believe. No, no, they haven't. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't. They were close. But, point is, Philly's been there, done that, they're motivated, and beat especially motivated. Niggas playing with a partially torn meniscus, and still giving niggas 30. So... I wouldn't say it's firepower because offense, they're one of the better offensive teams in the league. It's just youth and inexperience, especially like game one, even though like they won it very decisively, they still let Philly back in that game. Still. You can finesse that against the Knicks because the Knicks just can't score. Who's scoring on the Knicks on a consistent basis? That's the issue. So (laughs) that's the issue. So, with the with the Philly, MB is gonna give you buckets. Tobias Harris is gonna do his thing. Seth Curry's going. If Seth if Seth Curry gets hot, you it's over with. And like game two, Shake Milton got hot, and that literally ended the whole game. And you notice I did not name Ben Simmons in none of this uh, amongst of who can help score on that team. Because his job is to, I don't know, play defense. I don't know how you a number one pick, a first overall pick. Somebody decided to pick you first, and you ain't got no moves. Man. At least Brian ain't got no moves right without the ass step back and a fadeaway. At least he barrel rolled his ass to the paint. At least Greek Freak do the same thing. Greek Freak definitely ain't got no fucking moves. He's still somehow over 30. He even got no move. Now one you can just think of, I can go to, this is an automatic two-point for me. I think Jason King had some moves. Yeah. By the end, of, by, like, once he got to the Nets, yeah. He still was pure point guard. Like, it was still cool to be the floor general, you know, back then, but but yeah, like I think Philly wins this series regardless. If it's going Trey Young's just gonna have to freaking play 
out of his fucking mind, which involves literally probably killing Ben Simmons on off on on uh killing Ben Simmons to the point where it's just like all right then, but even then like I think Philly still holds them down, but Philly still got to see a nigga named Kevin fucking Durant. That point, you cry. It's like the moral of this episode is you you got to see Kevin Durant. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. You got to see KD. That's what Like, G, you, you got to see KD. And you're not beating that nigga. It's it fucked up. You're not beating him. You're going to see him and you're not going to beat him. You got to see him. That's pain to right now, man. It, it is. And I and I say that with no fucking shame. Yeah, that's Ain't no shame to it. Like, gee, what you what you doing to stop that nigga? Not a fucking thing. KD, nigga. Shit. And KD, what he's doing right now, just as a as a basketball player, he's really like we always talk about the you know, the levels, you know, the tier system in, in basketball. It's him, LeBron. And everybody, him, LeBron, Steph, and everybody yeah, else. I'll say Steph up there. Yeah, I put Steph up there, yeah. And James Harden, too. I think James Harden. Yeah, uh, James Harden. James Harden is like the next tier. He's like, he's like as. There's a smidgen yeah. under them. I think James Harden can take over the game. Not like that, you know. KD James Harden will take over that other team still in the game. KD, KD and Curry deflating niggas. They send you to the fucking crib of just straight. comes to this Nets and Bucks series, man. We already said it. The, the Bucks escaped. It took. Look, man. This, the final score was what eighty six, eighty three. Yeah. That could easily been. You know what we call that is a early two thousand score. That is a two thousand and four game score. Look up any regular season game in two thousand and three, and I'm positive that the score was close to that. You said what? I said anything prior to 2010. Matter of fact, Detroit, they meet two teams and I'm put 2003. Okay, this was a this was a unique situation. That was a unique situation. I'm gonna go with, with Tyler. Maybe what'd you say? Dallas. Huh? Maybe Spurs Dallas. Spurs versus Dallas. 
2003. Okay. One game did go 112 to 110, but 95 to 87, 93 to 72. Close enough. Ugly ass fucking basketball, G. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So. Fucking ball, man. Love it. The freaking Pistons ball. Now, literally, now, you, we, we really going to get nasty. Let's talk 2004, 2005, 2006 when the Pistons was running havoc on everybody. And we're going to talk, and literally, this offseason, we're going to watch, we're going to dedicate an episode to watching the Detroit Pistons versus the Spurs 2005 finals, G. Some disgusting basketball, G. Disgusting. But it is what it is when it comes to that. But um, Bucks escaped. It took a bad KD game. Kyrie was looking forward to probably doing what we doing and prepare for Juneteenth. Um, and it took Giannis to have 36 and Chris Milton to have 30-something as well to beat them barely. Huh? I think they both ended with 36. Either way. It took both of them to have 30-plus points. Shout out to whoever got that in a parley. You're a rich man right now. It took both of them to have great games. And you still... It took Bruce Brown to become Carlton Banks. They let you have one. That was your one. Like, Jason Tatum in the Celtics, at least... They said, fuck it. We, we, We took that win. The Nets gave you that win. It, like, gee, it's not looking good. Now, maybe the Bucks can sit there and look at this like, as a hey, okay. So we'll probably get some little momentum here, you know. Giannis ain't going to shoot one for seven from three again. Giannis hopefully will make at least 50% of his free throws. Drew Holiday might actually act like Drew fucking Holiday offensively. Let's hope for the best. Maybe we could tie it up. But no. KD is not going to shoot probably below 50% again. Kyrie might literally mix Drew Holiday into the stands. And Blake Griffin might dunk this game. I think you got your one. I hate to say this, but the Bucks might be frauds. And if they are, if they do lose in five. We are, as a collective on this podcast, demanding Mike Buda Hoser job to be taken away. Mike, because Mike Buda Hoser teams is legit a thing. It's legit a thing. We're in the second round, so it's in full effect right now. Full effect. And I just want to see Mike Buda Hoser coach the fucking Magic next year. Because regardless, there's a man named Kevin fucking Durant that you have to face. You have to beat him three more times. Not happening. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Unless Giannis plays out his rabid-ass mind. And I haven't seen it yet. But, yeah. So, uh, anything we need to add in regards to this series? You freaking ain't got no moves. We knew that already. James Hart somewhere sipping a smoothie saying I've been I told y'all this. 
He, you said what, Tyler? I'm not giving him credit. You know, he played good this season, but you can't. You're not winning a chip with Chris Middleton in the second place. I just don't believe it. It's not gonna happen. Plain and simple. But uh, let's go before we move on to wrestling, because I ain't really should talk about the wrestling really. But uh, the Lakers got smacked. Um, and now we got to look at the narrative of, and matter of fact, we ain't gonna entertain those narratives. What do the Lakers do this off season? Okay. Get yourself another point guard. All right, if you're going for another point guard, you go for Lonzo. A lot of gotta happen. Uh, as in, um, you looking at you looking actually in the future. So there should KCP, you ship him. Uh, Caruso is probably the one that stayed. Tyler Horton Tucker Jr. If it's a good fucking deal for this nigga, you go for him. Not even gonna count. This nigga was unplayable in the playoffs. I don't care still, if he's wrong. He's still young, G. Un- he's still young. You're a rotational player at this point, though. You let you let Montrez walk. Yeah. He has a player you option. Let Marcus walk. He has a player option. That's why I said you let Montrez walk. No, as in he controls his future. Which he gonna walk? I don't think he stays on the bench for the Lakers. Or wanna stay on the bench for the Lakers? Am I about to get nine million dollars from somebody else? Yeah. Portland Trailblazer. That sounds like a Portland Trailblazer move. (laughs) 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 If that's the case, I'm calling Portland right now. Hey, Trez, you about to opt in? Yeah, bro. Where you want to go? Portland. All right. Cool. Hey, we're going to give you our picks from the next. Whatever picks we can give you, we're going to call another team to give you some fucking picks. And we're going to give you whatever bullshit we can give you for Dame. They're going to hang up the phone. But, hey, let them know. <laughs> but either way. But um, my main thing is, like, I agree they need to find a point guard. They don't really need to necessarily be a point guard. You just need to find – you just need to find a res- – because literally – you can find a combo guard and be a ball handler. It's more along the lines of you need somebody who can legit be a consistent number three slash two level guy. Plain and simple. Thing is, there's nobody out there. It's nobody. Nobody at all. So with that being, that's when you. But that's like that's kind of like when the Lakers fucked up because they weren't one injury away from being a team that's fucked. And uh, and uh, and, uh, and it's like yeah, you can make trades to tr- like you can try to you can try to go for a dub here to get Kyle Lowry that's your second ball handler. And Kyle Lowry is a free agent. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at Kyle Lowry if he's cheap. So I don't think that I don't think they should pursue Kyle Lowry. I think you pursue Lonzo. Definitely pursue Lonzo. I agree. Defense at, in the in the, the backcourt. Then also you can playmaker who who playmaker well. Still young. It wasn't bad when he was a Laker. Oh, cool ship, by the way. Yeah, yeah cool ship. Hey, it's going to be sad to see Cool's leave because that's the last Laker go. But cool ship. I don't know who you ship him to. I don't know who take Cool's. But he's gone. And if you don't, and if you don't ship Cool, you have to start Cool's There's no more coming out the there. He has to become your priest. Here's what it is. 
And that means Anthony Davis is a You got to roll like that. Like that's when you have to take control of your team and put yourself in a winning situation. The game is not the game no more when two bids can play like that, especially one of them big is Andre Drummond. If you look at the Brooklyn Nets and what makes that starting lineup so beautiful, even though KD is at the five, that's Blake playing the five right now. You mean to tell me AD can't do that? Because AD's scared to bang with him. Who the fuck you banging with? Don't. There's only the only centers who, who he's banging with. Jokic and Jokic ain't really banging, banging. Pause. Embiid, you don't, you won't see, you only see that nigga twice. You gonna have to guard Embiid anyway. Exactly, but still, point is, you, you only see that nigga in terms of the records twice, and if you see him again, it's you're you're in the finals more than likely. Gobert don't bang, and he does good against Definitely. Gobert. He he gets Gobert nightmares. Because well, you play you play the fucking you play the four, and Draymond gives you hell. It's just, look, every Draymond is still an elite defensive player, and it just shows. And Draymond, it's just that's just, he owned that nigga soul. He just owned that nigga soul. There's nothing you can do about that, G. It's one of those he things. Just like I just own that nigga soul. Hell, I think the Lakers are another team that could be looking at somebody like Nerlens Noel too. Noel will help. You got to get some that kid. You got to get a team. You got to go for what you kind of had last year. That team was a perfect storm of veterans, and and, and you was able to have Brown on the bench. That wasn't the case this year. When they, he wasn't in the game, it was. They and then you had somebody to give Kuzma his shots. Of course, with Brown. And KD on the court, yeah, Kuzma ain't gonna get his shots like that unless it's coming off an outlet pass or it's coming from transition. Or, or he's playing smart and cutting. Yeah, he's playing smart and cutting, right? But when you off the court, you need somebody like Alonzo. You needed somebody like Rondo to get Kuz his shots. Kuz can create, but Kuz show. And it's the reason why I'd be bittersweet when Kuz, when Kuz leave. You get somebody who can actually perform, but you also Kuz developed so well on defense. So well. He's so not well. a bad defender until Michael Porter Jr. See, he sees Michael Porter. No, let's be specific. Another light skinned nigga. If it's another elite light skinned oh, yeah. nigga. Light skinned nigga. Well, Kelly Bray light skinned. He acts light skinned. Quoting Kobe Bryant right there. Rest in peace to being. <laughs> but yeah. They like. It's a lot of retooling that they need. Yeah, like, they'll be fine. Like, arguably, they need it. Everybody kept getting hurt. They need to, I think that, I think AD needs to rest it more than Brian. Yeah. Brian, that, that, that ankle sprain took, 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 took a couple months off. Yeah. Took a couple months off of his career. And then also. I ain't never seen somebody get fucked up by an ankle sprain like that. No, look, this thing, it's because it's, it's a difference. High ankle sprains are very different than. Regular ankle sprains. High ankle sprains, it's hot. I wish I had a freaking graph or something. But <laughs> it's a higher, because it's it's high because it's higher. It's like your high part of your knee instead of low part of your knee. I mean, not your knee, ankle. It so it hurts more. To your calf to, yeah, it's to going to your calf. And it's like messing with those muscles. You can come back and be decent. Like, Ja had it at the beginning of the season. Come playoff time, he was at least looking 
like Ja. I give him that. But it's probably like LeBron. He could play through it, but it's like I'm not going to be Bron. <laughs> so that's an issue in itself, but it's also age. But definitely age. They just, they just need it. I'm like, definitely in the, the LeBron standing where I understand. It's, it's, it's about that time. It's that time, yeah. It's almost that time. And like, yeah, he like before that, yeah, he was looking fucking amazing. Yes, it's fucking LeBron. But we see it. I'm not stupid. I see it. I seen this nigga enter the league, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's nowhere near the same nigga. But in terms of physical dominance that he would bring, this LeBron is literally IQ and skill. <laughs> Which shows how much he developed over the years because if you want to sit there and put LeBron performances, if you want to play me that Pistons game, I could sit there and play the Warriors game, uh, the la- his his finals against his last finals against the Warriors and play that game one and that game six game, and niggas going to sit there and be like, God damn, I think the game one game against the Warriors was better, even though he lost. It's a different nigga. Very different nigga. But... Yeah, like LeBron's going to start aging. That's why you need like retool. It's not it's not a problem to retool. Like that's one thing, but AD definitely needs to heal because literally like that nigga's body was just he just had one of his seasons where it's just like everything was catching up. So he needs these because the season don't start till October. He needs these four months. He needs all four. Heal, relax, chill. Le- call LeBron and say, can you sit in the hyperbolic time chamber for, like, all offseason? Shit, if you need to. He needs to. Uh, You're talking that HGH. Hey, LeBron gave it to Chris Paul. <laughs> that nigga's shoulder. There's nothing wrong with that nigga's shoulder no more. Call for the HGH shipment. Um. AD needs to do what he needs to do. But primarily it's roster construction. And I agree they need a point guard. If they can find a JaVale or Dwight Howard type big as in a athletic style guy, Nerlens Noel is in the market, get him. If you can get him, if he's coming at a decent price, get him. I think, or if the Knicks decide to keep him, Mitchell Robinson's going to be a thing. I don't think the Knicks is going to keep Mitchell Robinson for some goofy reason. Something's telling me they're not. Mitchell Robinson is a really good defensive big, and it takes the weight defensively off AD. And I will keep Marcus Gasol to be my big off the bench, primarily because he can shoot. He can yeah, shoot. Marcus Gasol needs to get to the shed, bro. It is time to be taken to the shed. But if he wants to stay and be my big off the bench, I just need you to stretch the floor and make great passes. Thank you. That's all I need of you. Because if I see that nigga literally contest a shot and the ball go in, that's what I seek on a consistent basis from that man. Niggas keep saying he's better defensive than Drummond. Both of them was getting floater shot over their head top. Or layups shot over them. So it was not a difference. Ball was going in the hoop against them niggas. But the main thing with the Lakers is just if you can, of course, find shooting. Find 
Good luck with that. But find a point guard. Lonzo should be top priority. Very top priority because he brings you playmaking. He, I'm hoping he could be a consistent shooter finally. If not, he's at least going to give you, he's going to be a 36 percent level that's perfect yeah, so many look at current teams right now and you probably will never be able to play with crowd ever again y'all need to say something i don't know what the fuck you did to that man including but he don't like you Ugh. it was even before that they didn't like each other it was one of those things it's just Steve Ruby Bradley, Bradley. Ew. Like, look, look, did I just say Avery Bradley's name? Hell no, it's just Steve Ruby Bradley. Avery Bradley, you about to be with Marcus Saul, brother. Avery Bradley, <laughs> look, that nigga was on the heat, and I don't know where he went. Also, see the asking price for Lori Marketing. If if he don't, if if Avery don't want to, Lori, Lori wants to. Lori has already. It's already been stated that he wants to be a Maverick. He wants what? to go to the math badly. What the fuck? What he want to be? He, he you can't just, even be a, a third option. On he the was. Board. He just wants to catch and shoot threes all day. G. He come on back and get a ring. You fucking racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> I like that nigga. Now y'all, y'all got me not liking all that. Uh, the nigga racist, but. Lori would Lori would be a nice option to ask him prices right. Um like find some shooters, find a point guard, if you could find an athletic big, find another big, um, and try to make things work. Because honestly, I think one of the moves the Lakers probably regret should have regret doing. I know it might sound crazy. They probably shouldn't have got rid of Damian Lee. When he was there, he was decent. I ain't gonna sit and say, "Oh, man, he's game changing," but he was blocking shots. Like ain't no way that a nigga Tabasco sauce, whatever the fuck his name is on a warrior, ain't no way him fucking. Oh, Juan Toscano Anderson. I'm about to say, yeah, ain't no, like, ain't no way them niggas on the Warriors was hooping y'all the fuck up until Brian hit a fucking lucky three. Ain't no way. You let that shit happen. You gotta get better. Defensively, when y'all healthy, y'all probably had a better. And the funny thing, they still is number one. <laughs> yeah, you know, still shit. One. Like your role players cannot score. It's fucked up that Bron team loses just can't shoot threes. But even though he gets these niggas, he gets these niggas the ball in a shooting motion. So all you gotta do is just fling that bitch. But yeah, like. I'm not really concerned. I think in a way, at least compa- you see what works and what doesn't work, at least offensively. Because I would say that going to this season offensively, this team should have been way better. But things didn't work out, clearly. You saw what worked last year. We actually kind of seen that playoff Rondo isn't fully a thing. <laughs> playoff Rondo depends on the system. That too. It depends on the system. Not to that say too. Couldn't fit with Ty Lue, but it was just in that series. It just didn't matter. But yeah. But the point is, 
you need to find some youth, athleticism, but also smart veteran niggas to put around these niggas. Plain and simple. Can you do that? Of course. Is it going to be tough? Yes, because you're the fucking Lakers. And there's a lot of pressure to be a Laker and plus LeBron's teammate. But, shit, if you got the, if you got the heart, you got the heart. Make that shit work. And that's the goal. Make that shit work. Um, but, I said with the Lakers, um, Dame trade talks is really starting to take off. Uh, I'm just going to speak from a source that I feel is legit. Um, because they were right about the fact that KD was going to Brooklyn, but he was also, and when it was all about talking about the Knicks, but that nigga actually went to Brooklyn and it happened. But, um, with all that being said, this is what I'm hearing. I could be wrong. If it is, that's my source fault. And that's all I'm going to say because I heard it from his source and his, through his source. It is what it is. Chris Broussard in this bitch. It is what it is. But. So far, one thing has already went wrong in this, uh, well, went right so far. Well, wrong and right depending on what you feel. Yo, the Jazz fan, I'll turn around, the Jazz fans getting loud. I'm just like, yo, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell ass going crazy, bro. How much he got? <laughs> I know it got to be like fucking 20 or some shit. 59 points and 40 minutes play. Yo, Donovan Mitchell saying these niggas the guy. Fucking twenty seven. I, I should. This is something I should have bet. I knew he's gonna have thirty, damn near thirty before the half. Gee, now see now the fucked up thing is now when you bet now when you do a parlay that involves Donovan Mitchell, you only gonna get money off forty points. Fuck that. Nah, I'll go out. I'll go out. I'll fuck that. Donovan Mitchell one of them players. Hey, his ass gonna give you an ugly ass thirty, ugly ass forty. You gonna get scared the whole entire time. Fuck that. But yeah, but I'm getting, uh, my, I'm getting my I'm doing my parlay on fucking Rudy Gobert. Give me three blocks. Call it oh, that, a day. That's that's light. <laughs> but anyway, but uh, Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell hooping them up. Jordan Clarkson got 15 off the bench. Damn, Jordan Clarkson. Anybody else? Joe Ingles got nine. How much Paul George got? That's Paul George. That's nine, three and four. Wow, he's keeping up with Joe Ingles. That's what's up. But anyway, back with the Dame shit. So, Dame pretty much uh, it was alleged that after the uh, the Nuggets got eliminated, that he got texts and phone calls from notorious star players saying, "Get the fuck out of Portland." <laughs> I'm not gonna name these star players, but if you want to sit there and assume some niggas are saying, "Get the fuck out of Portland," and we're gonna move on from there, and. And then it's now saying that Dane is going to apply pressure to Portland to get him a star, make Jason Kidd his coach, and and Jason Kidd already said, eat a dick, I don't want to be there. Which kind of leads on to the rumor that Dame is prime to prime pressure. And he don't want to be there, and Dame may not be there. Because I don't want to be there. It's Portland. If I'm Jason Kidd, I just coached Milwaukee. Why wouldn't I want to go to Portland when I'm in L.A.? Messing with fine, bad bitches on a daily basis. Cool. So anyway, so moving on. Uh, Portland, uh, and if Portland fails to A, bring another star, a respectable coach, Jason Kidd's already out the picture, and make the roster overall better, Dane may ask out 
at the very latest being, I mean, the earliest being around Christmas or All-Star Weekend. That is what I'm hearing. I'm already thinking they're not getting another star. That's dead automatically. I think that's just dead. They not, nobody's coming to fucking. Nobody's coming there via trade at all. Because I'm already hearing CJ for fucking Porzingis. That's a, that's a move that they would make, but it's not going to do shit. And what is the moral of this podcast when it comes well, to the Blazers? Make moves that just look good on paper, but they don't mean it down when the game starts. Mean shit. So, it's a good chance that either, A, if I'm Dane, if I'm to Portland, you look at the situation and be like, yo, we can't do this shit no more. Especially if you hire Steve Clifford as your coach. That's collision course. That's a huge collision course because Steve Clifford sounds like a freaking Blazers coach or a Pacers coach, one of the two. Nice little grit and grind action going on, you know. But... It's not looking good out here for day, <laughs> at least in Portland. And the clock is definitely ticking. Uh, if I'm every team in the league, I would definitely try to get Dane. Lakers is a long shot, but if I'm Lakers, I'm calling. If I'm if I'm the Celtics, I'm calling. If I'm the Heat, I'm calling. But also Tyler Hero's uh value is fucking in the toilet. Fucking dumbasses. Um, you could have had Harden. You could have had Harden. The Heat versus the, the, the fucking the, uh, Nets right now. Yep, but it is what it is. Uh, if I'm arguably, fuck it. If I'm the Bucks and after we get our ass stomped, I'm calling. That. I'm calling. Here, take fucking Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. No, nah, I'm sorry. I'm keeping Drew Holiday. You, you, need, you, need, a, you need a guard that can help protect Dane. Fuck Chris Middleton. Don't you got a match contract? That's what I'm saying. You add Brooke Lopez. Because I think Chris Middleton got a big deal. Chris Middleton is 880 mil. And you, Brooke Lopez contract probably adds on to it. The only issue is picks. But now, but after what I saw, what the Brooklyn Nets did to get picks, which is called the Indiana Pacers, and say throw some picks for us, it can happen. Anything fucking happen when it comes yeah, to this. Yeah, Indiana, you hate the fucking kids. Yeah, it is what it is. Didn't you say that before? I probably did. I said you say CJ Jeffrey. I say everybody. Either Detroit or something. Hey, either way. It is what it is when it comes to the Portland Trailblazers right now. I think it's time to blow that shit up. Blow that shit to fucking smithereens. It's done. Dame's time is probably ticking. CJ's back. CJ should just get ready to be like us and do podcasts every fucking week. Plain and simple. The clock is ticking. And if Dame was in all that loyalty shit y'all like talking... Y'all gonna be real. I want to see that energy be consistent when it comes to Dame G. I want to see that energy be consistent. My thing is like I don't understand. I, I know where it stems from, and it's still stupid because it stems from from the um 
it stems from, you know, them looking at the older players and like, oh, you know, Jordan didn't have to go nowhere to win. Kobe didn't have to go nowhere to win. Charles Barkley didn't have to, Charles Barkley didn't win this week. You know, it comes from, you know, how the, how the old NBA used to be. And back then, you know, you stayed because that's what you stayed wherever the money was at. Which is kind of how it is today. But you're not, you know, it's no loyalty. I'm talking Perry. Perry, it wasn't no fucking Perry. Most people talk about Perry now. It was fucking parody back then. At all. Like, fucking nobody was beating the Bulls ever. There was, there was not a time that anybody ever was thinking the Bulls was going to win. Ask anybody who was watching basketball in that era. Niggas talk a fucking look, thing. Man. Sticking look. his tongue out every time he got close to a fucking rim. Averaging 35 on the best defensive team in the league. You not win it. His second best player could be the star player on the, the fucking team he's going against. Because honestly, if they were smart back then, they should have ganged up and jumped. And they got Aldridge's nigga who went to the club last night and probably snorted a line of coke and got fifteen boards next. Not trying to hit that shit. You want nobody fucking was winning. Everybody on the Bulls teams was good. Was they fucking superstar players? Of course not. But fuck everybody on those good Bulls teams was good. From the first three peak to the second, there was the parity was not there. Like it's the same thing. The same thing when the Celtics and fucking Magic. Well, I mean the Lakers was uh, running shit. Parity was not that. It was them two niggas and a couple of people got that. Like in every year of fucking basketball, a couple teams got that. Like the parity wasn't fucking there, man. So I don't I like the, the loyalty thing the is because you never. They never had to fucking leave. Right. Like any hey, who the fuck had to leave? Nobody. Nobody left because shit. They teams put them in situations where they can win. The people don't also understand how fucking talented those dominant teams are. But yeah, it is what it is when it comes to that. But uh, so yeah, so clock's ticking when it comes to Dame. Uh, we was gonna talk coaches losing their jobs, but it's coaches we don't give a fuck about. Honestly, the Celtics job is probably the hottest job on the market. Um, so I don't care who gets it. Hopefully, a black man, but they're gonna call that man nigga as soon as he uh. A, they're gonna say that nigga don't know how to rotate. So after rotations is fucked up. So good luck to that nigga that they want to hire. Um, let's go ahead and get wrestling out the way. Uh, was Raw good this week? Um, Tyler, what do you think? It was okay. Besides all right, cool. That's all we need to know. I will co-sign and say it was decent. It was just that ending was ass. Plain and simple. Uh, did AEW do anything this week? Andrade popped up and he did not have a decent pop. Plain and simple. Moving on. Uh, I usually don't hate on AEW like that, unless I'm joking. But shit, that was sad. Cause you, uh, you honestly would have been better off having him debut at the last pay per view. Take the ninety days situation. Yeah, it, it was the ninety days. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah. They could have made it a little bit more, you know, welcoming for him. But it didn't happen so uh, NXT yeah. was good. NXT, this this was the um, go-home show for them. Because you I, I honestly didn't even know that, that TakeOver was this Sunday. I thought we still had another week at least. Um, you got... Eli- Keep calling him Eli Drake. It's not Eli. I got Drake. the I got the match card already up, Tyler. Got so. I already got it up. So 
take yeah, takeovers this week. Um, this weekend to be precise, June thirteenth. That's Sunday, right? Yep. I was about to say they better not be competing with that UFC fight on they on crack, but uh, so L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes ladder match for the million dollar championship. I like the fact the million dollar belt is around. Shout to them trying to get them title sales on the uh, website. I respect it because that belt is always really nice to have. So it wouldn't be a takeover without a ladder match. And like we did say earlier, it's not a takeover without a ladder match. So it's fucked up, <laughs> but it works. So name a bad yeah. name a bad takeover ladder match. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. It's not a bad one. I can't think of one that was really bad, honestly. But I also know the ladder really wasn't needed for some of the East Mac for some of them ladder matches too. They served their damn purpose to get broken and climbed up. Exactly. But anyway, L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, I feel like Cameron Grimes. Grimes wins. Out this match. He should win, but I think. But at a- the same time, the way he like, I mean, L.A. Knight, the way his character is set up, I think it might be set up for him to win. Yeah, it makes sense for him to hold it and just kind of Cameron Grimes do the little chase for it because it's it's a really interesting thing they got going on. Uh, next, Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee, uh, and them other Asian people with her, on her side. Uh, I believe this is a Zaya Lee match to win because yeah. whatever they're doing with her, they're really building her up to be a legit threat to the whole women's division. So, I'm still going with that. So, Zaya Lee wins very decisively. Uh, shit, I don't understand about that. Tyler, anything you want to add? Yeah, I think that I think it's set up for her to win. They've been building her, you know, her character up for some months now. She's, you know, been popping up, you know, having more dominant pop-ups too. So I think it's set up for her to win. All right. Um, next, we got Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon for uh, the women's NXT Women's Championship. Uh, the build up for this Raquel match is. Retains. I think is is that I think it's gonna be a, a really good match. And Ramon's been on fire lately. Yeah, she's she's really performing. She, I will say this, she sounds a lot better on the mic. Yes, definitely a lot better. Not she's not good or great, but she's a lot better. She's at least average. It's not cringy. So shout out to maybe she needed to go back to NXT to work on that. And being around Shotzi kind of gives her more energy. So I'm happy to see that. So shout out to uh, Shotzi's Ember. injured. I know she's injured, but I mean, Shotzi being around to help her probably be better at promos. That's what I mean. But um, yeah, Raquel wins. Uh, oh, Io Shirai came back this week too. Shout out to Io Shirai coming back because once again, when they said Poppy was gonna be on there, Io Shirai was gonna pop up collision course, um, and probably that's gonna lead to Io versus Raquel rematch eventually. Anyway, but anyway, next, um, Bronson Reed and MSK versus uh, Legato. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway. Bronson Reed, MSK versus Legato del Fantasma, aka them Latin King niggas. Uh, 
in a winner takes all the belts match. So I think Bronson Reed and MSK win. I don't really see a reason why to take the belts off neither one yet. Uh, but I don't think the Latin King niggas have won a meaningful match in like a few months. In terms of takeover. The last couple of takeovers. I don't think so. it's hurting them though. It's not hurting them, of course, but I, I wouldn't be shocked match. if they come back and win this. Yeah. And then you could MSK could easily get the belts back. I also just don't give a fuck about uh Bronson Reed. Uh, yeah, if anything, I think it's to get the belt off of off of Bronson Reed. Just... Trust me, they ain't not getting that belt off of him. It's not coming off of him. Bronson Reed, uh, he just got the belt too. That's just a match, just to have a match. That too. That too. But I'ma say this. If we if if don't have to if, get pinned to lose it either though. Yes. But if, but if uh Phantasma wins, I need Hurt Row Records versus the Mexicans, G. The streets need it. It's gonna feel like Kiri in that motherfucker, G. It's gonna feel like Kiri on a hot summer day on the last couple weeks of school. It's gonna be fun. Very freaking fun. So I kinda need that for the fun time, but um, if that don't happen either way, I just want Hurt Row to just jump Bronson Reed eventually. So, but, um, but yeah, so that should be a fun match. Then main event in a fatal five-way match because it's not a takeover without multiple, a multiple man match. So Karrion Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunn versus Adam Cole, who came back from the dead and say, you know what, you niggas ain't treating my show right. I thought I could leave, but you you niggas ain't like some bitches. So let me fix my show. I think Adam Cole is winning this. I will, but I also wouldn't be shocked if Karrion Cross retains either. But it's set up for Adam Cole to win. Yeah, after after how he popped up the last two weeks, he does he looks like. Character-wise, he looks like he's going to have a Shawn Michaels 94 type of run. Or 95, whichever year he first won the WWE Championship. Whichever year he was. Definitely had his most coked up. So I think that was 95 according to the A&E documentary. But, um, but yeah, so I'm going, yeah, that's a, we'll go with that. Uh, I think Adam Cole is going to win. But I also wouldn't be shocked if Cross retains because he doesn't have to pin Adam Cole. So, um, cause I think Pete Dunn is there to eat the pin as well. You said what? Pete Dunn is there to eat the pin. Yeah. Gargano's protected. You can't pin Gargano because it takes, uh, 45 resiliencies to, uh, for him to run out. So you can't pin him. Kyle O'Reilly's overly protected. And so shout out to Pete Dunn eating that pin. Um, so, but yeah, but should be a fun takeover. Um, looking forward to what we'll get out of it. Definitely should be fun. Shout out to, uh, NXT being one of the better, being the bright spot, being the number two show, the B, the B show, the real B show. Let's just keep it G real. It's SmackDown yeah. being the A show. I will oh. say, because I, I, I just rave about NXT so much. 
It's not. It's not weak. Well, I'm, I'm on the fantasy team. Which show? Was, which show was better? At least you know by the week. Because obviously you know SmackDown is gold, right? But NXT is just so consistent. It's just bare. It's been so consistent since its inception. Well, not its inception, but since they really started getting you know building up more stars on their brand, it's just so consistent. I just love how that. Like I said, I think this is the best thing that happened for wrestling in like the last like ten or fifteen years. It really is. It's just it's really good. It's a really good product. Yeah, I, agree. I never have anything bad I can say about NXT. If I if it was something bad, I probably missed it. Yeah, I feel. And also uh, on our, I'm gonna start literally calling when when on slow wrestling weeks. This is how I'm gonna treat it for now. Did Roman do anything amazing? Yes, the fuck he did. Get the dog shit out of the fucking Rey Mysterio costume. Get the dog shit out of the man. Then your day started losing that match. He said, "You know what? You don't get two chances in one night to piss me off." He <laughs> beat them niggas' asses. That nigga Roman definitely. Get <laughs> the fuck out of Rey. Then he put that nigga through the ring. Then he saw Dominic and was like. Last nigga, that's how he Gee, and the- Rome, we brought up the other day when he knocked Ray over the barricade. All you can hear is Ray in the background. Like, ah. <laughs> that's the smallest detail that made that epic was the fact that you hear Ray go, Ah, and his come over there. He's like, Get over and- there, Ray. <laughs> and then he just, and then this is this just shows how I think. They purposely let SmackDown run over because AEW comes on on Fridays sometimes now because of the NBA playoffs. They said, let it run over. They show the credits. Roman's sitting there saying, hey, look at Jay. I guess he was telling them something. And then he was like, he looks at Dominic and just power bombs that nigga just because for an extra two minutes. <laughs> Unnecessary shit that I like. But. Yes, Roman did something spectacular this week. So, it's fucking true. It is what it is when it comes to it that. It's not so. over. Oh yeah, it's not over because right now the rumors are saying that we might get uh, Roman versus Ray uh, hell in the cell. <laughs> if we do, I've been calling for this match since Mania. Well, since the Rumble, I need it <laughs> just because I know he's gonna beat the shit out this nigga. And it's going to be hilarious. So I need that. So, yes, Roman did something amazing this week. Um, let's get ready to close this episode out. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. We greatly appreciate the support. Make sure you follow us. Uh, make If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to you subscribe to the YouTube Media channel. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you check out all the content we got on there. There's a new Black Otaku Reviews episode on there. Check that out as me, Cam, and DC talk about One Piece, My Hero, and they talk about Black Clover. Make sure you also check out all the Black Otaku plays that Cam got going on. That man is hustling. I don't know if he's going to do Ratchet and Clank yet because I don't know if he told me he got it yet, but it is what it is. Oh, he might do Ratchet and Clank. That's fucked up, but fuck the Why still has 14? Paul George still has 9. That's fucked up. Jonathan Mitchell though. has 30. Bondanovich has 10. Jordan Carson still got 15. Joe Angel is still at 9. 
What does Rudy Gobert's numbers look like? I'm just Rudy Gobert is 3-1 and 3. He had one rebound this whole fucking game. That's fucked up. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert got one rebound? Yeah. And them niggas out that damn there 20? Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> That's fucked up. Anyway, so as I was saying, though, make sure you check out all our content we got on the YouTube channel. If you just like the podcast and like hearing our voices, you know, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you uh, follow. Make sure you share above all. Let the people know that you with us. And copy some merch on www.utookmedia.net. Free shipping is still going on at UTM Ships. And 20% off for the month of January. UT, I mean, UTM 20. So copy some merch. No excuses. New merch is also on the way. I'm almost done with that project in itself. Thank you guys for listening. Support. Peace. Hey, everybody.